very nice. Soothing. Pop country. Pop country. This is entertainment, entertainment. We're not pop country. We're rock no. and roll, hardcore here. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's the entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation about entertainment. Yes, that's what we are. I'm with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Kayla McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Kayla McKee. This is Morgan Wade, okay? We all know what's going on. The sensation, everyone's talking about it. It's all over page six. Oh, it's yeah. all over the internet. Everyone's uh, talking about it. You Kyle can't Richards. walk one block without, yeah, Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade. Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, this all started around July, July 3rd. News broke that... Ooh, that's our anniversary. It is. Wow. Look at us. Kyle Richard, Morgan Wade, and us. Yeah, we're all the same. We both, you know, we both, we all love pop country, and we all... Cheers to Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade. Uh, <laughs> July 3rd anniversary. That's us, too. So cheers, cheers to that. We're going to make it about us as much as possible. But, um, so yeah, July 3rd, rumors started to fly that um, Kyle and Mauricio of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they've been married for, I think, 27 years. Oh, never mind. This was just July 3rd was the divorce. Yeah. The separation. Okay, well, sorry. We're not cheersing to Mauricio and uh, Kyle. I thought we were cheersing to us. That's why I was like, all right, you know. Cheers to us. Yeah, yeah, always cheers to us. Okay. Back to Kyle and Mauricio. Um, So, yeah, July 3rd, it came out that they were separated while still living under the same roof. Mm. And as a, you know, housewife fan myself, I'm, I'm diehard pretty much, but I have kind of fallen off recently because it's just gotten... It's gotten too predictable, too produced. Too produced. That's been the big complaint from you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I just, I can't watch them all, like, go on a girl's trip, and then they all, like, call their husband or call their best friend on FaceTime. No, it's it's like, like, the call only works if it's Jax and Bo, and they're coked up, and they're calling Stassi and Brittany. Yeah. That's when the call works. Exactly. That's why I still watch Vanderpump. Yeah. But... So I'd kind of already given up on Beverly Hills. And when this news came out about Kyle and Mauricio separating, I kind of didn't care because to bring it back to Vanderpump, I kind of assumed that they were just, you know, causing a splash, trying to get everyone to watch Beverly Hills the same way they got everyone to watch Vanderpump Rules with the scandal. That's what it seemed like to me. Mm. I was like, I really don't care. Yeah, I just feel like they've, they've found this like media hype machine that they try to like whip everything up into a frenzy. Yeah. And And nothing can live up to it. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's miserable. It's not Sandoval and Raquel having an affair. It's not. So I wasn't that interested in it. And even that was overhyped. And even that got to a point. Where, yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast before. It was you know it was out of control. It was out of control. It was out of control. Yeah, it got at first. It was goddamn exciting, and then it just got. I don't even care anymore. It just got too much. Um, People it, were wearing uh, your son needs to go to therapy or whatever that shirt was at the Sandoval show. It was yeah. completely out of hand. It, everyone was unhinged. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I didn't really care. I wasn't really paying attention to the Kyla Mauricio news. And then all these rumors started where she was like taking these photos with this country singer Morgan Wade. Like they like Kyle took like a f- kind of cute photo of them working on the gym together. Mm, gym buddies, okay. Gym buddies and. Again, so all these rumors are starting. Again, I didn't care. And then my YouTube algorithm. This girl's like in her late 20s. I think, yeah, I think she's like 28. I think 28. she's like 28. Yeah. yeah. Very Kyle, t- Kyle's like in her 50s, right? I think so, yeah. Yes, we got a little age gap going on here. Yeah, age gap. Also, Kyle not known to have any same-sex relationships. So 
It's just Ew, kind of... That's something I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, I thought maybe she had just kind of, you know, been bisexual or something uh, throughout her whole life or whatever. Okay. I mean, she could have been, but it's nothing that she promoted on the show. It's okay. something that she's shown. She's always kind of like very much in this very committed relationship with Mauricio, you know. Or So, so this is something the Housewives audience had never seen. Kyle with another woman. No, definitely not. Um, And so, yeah, so I I wasn't really paying attention to it. And then my YouTube algorithm, of course, like on my like for you or, you know, my suggested videos, it was the Morgan Wade Kyle uh, make you fall in love with me is the song. And I was like her new single. (laughs) Wait, Kyle Wade. What's her name? Wade Morgan Wade. One of them. One of, one them. of those. One of them. She's gonna be Kyle Wade if she gets married. You know, if this goes to marriage. Yes. But Morgan Wade, new hit single, "Make You Fall in Love with Me." Check it out on YouTube. Yes, um, and I checked it out, and I was kind of blown away by it. I like, was too. Yeah, in a good way. It was way more lesbian forward than I expected. Like I kind of thought it was just gonna be like maybe Kyle just like cutely looking at Morgan a or flirty, yeah, but it was like. like Way more lesbian forward than I thought. It was a full-on love story. It was a full-on lust and love story from Morgan Wade and Kyle Richards. Uh, I I counted 13 references or metaphors to wetness. (laughs) 13. Wow, that's, yeah, I didn't pay as much attention to the lyrics as you did. Uh, No, no, not not lyrically. In the video, visual references to wetness. So there's a lot of hosing cars down. There's a lot of... A lot of um, dripping water. Drinking water. Yeah, Yeah. there's... My favorite there... Watermelon. Eating watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite there was just... Capitalizing on that. Uh, Harry Styles' watermelon sugar high. How could we forget? Uh, where he simulates eating pussy by going... <sighs> it's it's Taking sexy. a toothy bite out of watermelon. Hey, who doesn't want their private part referred to Just by... Just ripping labia yeah. with your canines. <laughs> sexy. Um... Yeah, my favorite part of the wetness metaphor, at one point there was just a close-up of a sprinkler going off on the grass, like no one else around, just a sprinkler going off. I mean, there's so much reference to wetness. Just gushing. Yeah. Gushing on the lawn, Kyle Richards. I feel like this is a repressed Nashville version of WAP in a way, like at least visually with this. Yeah, okay. There's so much references to a WAP as in wet-ass pussy. This is the wet-ass pussy of country. It's crazy. And there was even like... They almost kiss. Like, it looks like they're going to kiss. And then there's, like, third base foreplay where, like, Morgan, like, slides her hand up Kyle's leg. Like, yeah, I, there I was some of that. kind wow. of blown away. And I also, Kyle is probably one of my most hated housewives. Um, You've always said it. You've I, always hated Kyle Richards. I don't. You're, you liked Kim. Oh, yeah, I love Kim. Um, I don't like Kyle because she is one of the more performative, I think, fake housewives. Um, Like, she always starts shit and then plays the victim, which is why I don't... Again, with this video, I'm like, at first I was blown away by it, but now I'm like, I don't really know if I believe everything. Like, you can't really take everything Kyle does seriously because she's a total performative. Like, she's always trying to, like... Like, this whole thing with Morgan Wade, you're kind of suggesting this could all just be media machine, just getting herself in the headlines. I kind of think so. PR, I, PR I, stuff. I, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Like, I, the video, at first, I was totally hooked. Like, and I was like, oh my god, Kyle's completely having a lesbian <laughs> relationship with this woman. But then a few days later, I was like, it's Kyle Richards. Like, she's completely... Per- everything she does is constructed and performative. You know, it's like, she was raised by a stage mother. Her, her She was a child child actress yeah you know what i mean and in the oh go ahead go ahead sorry oh, i'm no. cutting you off go ahead sorry i'll ask you after oh no no and so 
like another thing with Kyle it's very frustrating like I said she's very performative she always plays the victim and especially when Denise Richards was on the show Kyle mm. um, kind of started the whole rumor that Denise um, wow. and Brandy Glanville had like kind of lesbian tryst wow shit stirrer yeah and then she kind of played the victim in that situation oh yeah she said that okay so yeah she started this rumor that that Denise Richards and another one like hook up, hooked up or whatever like, yeah and I mean then, yeah and they, they got mad at her because they were like well, no, they're just like, yeah, well, uh, Denise Richards got furious. I mean, that she, like, left the show. Furious. She was furious. and but, but, of course, Denise wasn't the victim in the whole thing. It was Kyle. And that's why I don't like Kyle, because she's, like, she's like a nice girl who's really a mean girl, you know? Yeah, no, she's a shit stirrer. Yeah. She, yeah. And, and she even, like, I don't even think the whole thing with Denise, um, I don't even think that's the worst thing she did to Denise. Um, she said behind Denise's back that her hair was always in a mousy bun. Wow. And, like, if you're on Housewives and someone says that your hair is mousy, you might as well be calling her a cunty bad mother. Mm, like, that is wow, a... Wow, yeah. So, Kyle... Especially if you're saying it to Denise Richards. Don't call Denise Richards mousy. No. A mousy bun. But that's what I mean. It's like, Kyle's always, like, her whole thing was just like, oh, I'm just trying to be honest. Like, I just want to be honest. Like, that's why she was, like, very adamant about getting the truth about um, Brandy and um, Denise. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then she says Denise's hair is mousy. It's like, no, you're totally... You're, you're a mean girl. Like, you're just a mean girl, and you're just trying to get the gossip out on the show. Like you don't care about Denise at all. And that's why I'm I, with you. I find mean Kyle, girl, Kyle. Yeah, I find her very frustrating. I, I'm I'm equally frustrated yeah. by Kyle Richards. I've always have been. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I my only real thoughts on Kyle Richards, I feel like cause I, I do feel like she's Beverly Hills, right? She mm-hmm. was so. Yeah. And I feel like that was kind of the housewives. One of the I, I checked in least on with you. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I watched kind of New York and OC, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta maybe a little more. Um, so really, all I knew of Kyle is I remember Ken, Lisa Vanderpump's husband, yelling at her. Oh yeah, goodbye, Kyle. Good. I, well, I rewatched it today, and he sounds like a muppet. Like he's just like goodbye, Kyle. Like yeah. it sounds like they dubbed it. I don't even think that's Ken. I think they dubbed it as he. <laughs> Cause he's walking up the stairs from behind, so you don't even see him yell it. Yeah, I think that's. I think they made Ken sound like a wacky muppet. Good boy, Carl. It's kind of fozzy, like the very fozzy bear comedian. He's, yeah, throw a little top hat on him and yeah. give him a didn't. Yeah. Um, and then that, and then I also, I feel like every time I would watch it, they'd be like wasted somewhere, and all of a sudden Kyle would be on a table doing a split. Yeah. Which we see in the music video. Yeah. You know, like she knows what people want. She does the splits. Does the splits. That's what people she's, want from she's her. She's doing squats in her uh, uh, high heels and like 80 spandex. Very confusing. That part was very confusing. <laughs> like, I don't know why Kyle, but again, it's Kyle because she's like, she does stuff like that where she just is extra and it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's unnecessary. Morgan was in spandex, like contemporary, like almost like Kate Hudson brand. Morgan um, was in like the southern, like she had some baggy jeans going, cut off, or yeah. tattooed. Well, then when she was sexy, though, she was in like uh, almost a bathing suit top and like a pink, right? She was wearing like a pink kind of bathing suit top, I think I remember. Athleisure. I think it was athleisure. She was in some athleisure. Yeah. Um, I think that the song itself, and I, and I, I meant, mean this as a compliment, like in a good way, it felt very 2003 like, I feel like this music video would have been on, like, before I was, like, getting ready for school in, like, eighth grade in 2003. Yeah. And, like, I would have been flustered by it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
so that's what that's my thoughts on it yeah yeah it's it's just that's i mean I, I do feel like the real mystery is not whether or not kyle and morgan wade are in a lesbian relationship it's how is this song a pop country song because it's just a straight up pop song like you said it's that's like, what i mean it feels like yeah. very like 2003 pop like 2003 like this would have been like a natasha ben like i'm like did, yeah i'm like did they already make this song by like did natasha benningfield make the song and they're just remaking it now to yeah. to blow up morgan Wade and kyle richards it is very natasha Ben- yeah, like Benningfield I bet, River. I bet if you went to like one of a Natasha Bedingfield album, this is a B side. Yeah, make you fall in love with me is a B side, and they've kind of remixed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now everyone, now Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade make a lot of money. That's the real scandal, Natasha. That's the real scandal. Natasha Benningfield. I don't even know how you say that woman's name, but yeah, Natasha Benningfield. The the rest is still unwritten. Ooh, yeah, what a good what a good song. Staring at the blank page before <laughs> you. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Release your inhibition. That's yeah. my conspiracy is that this was a Natasha Bedingfield song that has been erased from this is it's been Mandela affected mm. out of memory. Yeah. Uh and now they've just given it to Morgan Wade. Yeah. To use with and to get in the papers and almost make out with Kyle Richards. Justice for Natasha. Justice for Natasha Benningfield. She mm. should be making the money here. Yeah. Um and yeah, no, I don't I I just felt like this came out in two thousand three. I just feel like this came this was like Stacy's mom. This was like yeah. it's like this came out in two thousand three. This was that era of music. Yeah. It's just crazy if this is country music now. I'm so I I'm not, I don't really follow Yeah, she's like a legit like country star, right? I, Morgan I, Wade I think or so, or, yeah. yeah. And also, like, that's another thing. Like, I don't care, like, if Kyle is getting into country music. That's, like, so boring. I feel like a, I have a lot of aunts in the suburbs who, like, they hit a certain age and all of a sudden they're huge Rascal Flats fans. There's a very Northeast Coast, like, country scene. Yeah. Because it's the same thing in Jersey with, like, I definitely have yeah. some family members from back home in the country. Like, it's, like, it's it, it's a scene. Like, people I grew up with. It's a thing. Um, it's gotten to the Northeast. It's it's boring. Yeah, it's just boring. It's not my favorite music. No. And I like this song better than a lot of country songs, I think. Because it's not even a country song. it's not even a country yeah. song. Yeah. Um, and also, this kind of... So then I started thinking about Mauricio and Kyle, and like I actually kind of think... They, I was, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I actually kind of think now that their relationship is maybe similar to Tom and Ariana's, where the scandal ex- exposed how, like... Tom and Ariana were really never showing us their true relationship this whole time, and they were really performing for the cameras. Yeah, that they had maybe had a little more of a professional marriage, kind of, than what was shown. Yeah, and because also Mauricio, he had his own reality show come out this year called Buying Buying Beverly Hills. Oh, he's a real estate guy, right? Yeah, okay, big real estate guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he he started because Kyle's really, you know, Kyle's sister is Kathy Hilton. So Mauricio started. Of the Hilton family. Of course, of the Hilton family. We all know them um so mauricio started working for the hilton family and then he broke off and started the agency which wow. is now i think even bigger than the hilton real estate i mean it's huge it like really blew up wow, yeah. um, and so that kind of caused a rift between the sisters between kyle and kathy hilton yeah because um, kyle's leaving the family here i imagine kathy's not happy about that she was not they didn't uh, speak yeah. for years and, i was i was yeah. thinking that but i couldn't think of who the mom's name was on the hiltons i was like but that's what it is Ky- kathy hilton yeah must have been fuming. She was. She was really mad for. A, they didn't speak for a long time. Wow. Um, and then, Kathy, and no one holds a grudge like a woman. Yeah, we hate women. No I'm kidding. Um, 
but yes, yeah, so I, I just really because you saw on on Mauricio's reality show, it was all about his agency and his his daughters, of course, all work for the agency. So it was Kyle okay. was not featured on the show, but you t- you saw a completely different side of Mauricio on that show. Whereas on Housewives, Mauricio, aka Mo, that's what Kyle calls him, Mo. He's just like this Whoa. doting husband who's just kind of like stoned at their like big dinners, and he's really just an accessory. And he so he always just seemed kind of like oh, there's the hot. He hus- was kind of like hot show guy, kind of, hot right? show that exactly yeah, that was kinda, yeah. he was like the hot chill you know silver fox type totally and then uh, on buying beverly hills you he is like, i aspire to be mauricio i i look at mauricio and i aspire to be mauricio at least the version that is presented hashtag goals justin okay. hashtag goals me and mauricio okay uh he is he's a male hero of mine yes he is i'm just learning this wow um <laughs> this is a joke no i know we're making jokes here uh but yeah, on Buying Beverly Hills, he's a completely different person. Like he's like he's a ruthless real estate agent who is like making horrible jokes and like laughing at his own jokes to sell a house, you know, wow, just like yeah. very disturbing. And then he's like, ne- like his his children, you know, his daughters work for the agency and they're completely unqualified. And he's just like, you can just see he's one of those dads who like furiously will not acknowledge his daughter's faults, you know. And it's like so you just see this kind of side of him where he's kind of a mo- like kind of a nightmare yeah and so uh, yeah it, it, I, I imagine their parenting is questionable at best it's a lot i think it's a lot and so i, I can just see like it kind of makes sense now i really do think kyle and mauricio were performing a lot more for the cameras than they let on in 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 beverly hills and so i, I feel like this does kind of make sense that their marriage is falling apart and if kyle is with morgan wade as this video referred to 13 times metaphors of wetness um, I, guess, I guess it is kind of interesting. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You know, you can see it. You know, you, yeah. you hear of stories of people, you know, oh, yeah. you know, women getting out of their long-term marriage, then they're with another woman. Like, yeah. like, you know, you hear stuff like this happens. It happens on the male side, women's side, doesn't either or. Yeah. And like, also, it's like, we don't know. Maybe Kyle and Mauricio were, had a bit more of a swinger relationship that we didn't know about. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there maybe, was more openness going on there. Yeah. yeah. Who you knows? Never know. Yeah. Who knows? Um... But yeah, I don't know. I do think the getting into the like getting a divorce and getting into pop country is really boring. But this video, there was way more. It was way more lesbian forward than I thought, and it did kind of shock me the first time I saw it. You were but shocked. I was shocked. I really was. I, yeah, I you know <laughs> I, I I think it's great. Gets a thumbs up for me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's great. I, you know, I thought they looked great. If I'm being completely honest. Oh, yeah. I think they both look good. Kyle looks uh, great. Kyle looks great for her age. Yeah. She's good for her. You know, she she doesn't, her face is a little crazy, like a little crazy pulled, but, you know, every, you know. It's it part just, of the job at this, this point. This is America. Yeah. It's part of her job at this point yeah, on reality yeah. show. So, so I thought she looked great. Uh, Morgan Wade looked great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I love it. Yeah, we love it. And We're I huge. love Make You Fall in Love With Me. It's yeah. going to be stuck in my head for the next few weeks. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch Beverly Hills, to be honest. I just I really, I, I can't. I'm just, I'm kind of past it. But um, if there are more lesbian forward music videos released with Kyle in them, I will be watching those. Certainly yes. will. I, I hope we get like a, some red carpet moments with these two. I hope yeah. we get, I hope we get, you know, some, some paparazzi moments with these two. I, I think there's a lot of good stuff to come with yeah. Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade. Yeah, and the whole question is like, are they or aren't they actually like hooking up? And like, apparently they're they're keep being very vague about it. And Morgan Wade is saying like, no, we're just we're just really good friends, and we just wanted to make this video to kind of like bring some kind of like LGBTQ plus to Nashville to Nashville, which that's respectful too. Like, yeah. absolutely. But it's also, come on, I, I, I yeah, I, I guess it is the question like, are they or aren't they? I 
I kind of think they are. I, I really do think they are. I feel like Kyle, the more I think about it, she did kind of had some love in her eyes in this video, right? I do feel like she was... There's a lot of lust. Yeah. There's a lot of lust, lust with these two. Right. I, I picked up on it. Yeah. Like I said, I you know, this video flusters me. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know, I think it's hot. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. These two. Uh, and yeah, no, I, I you know, I... I think they'd make a great couple if yeah. they are. I think they know what they're doing too. This this whole well, they aren't they? This is really getting them. It's part of pumping it. them to the front. They're really right. they're they're pulling the strings. They know what they're doing here. They're entertainers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hope I hope it's real. I hope there's real love and lust there, and I hope that that you know we get a Morgan Wade Kyle Richards makeout that we all can watch. Yeah, come on, girls. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we need to see. We here. need to see some tongue. You're right. We didn't see any tongue. It was like kind of lame. They didn't kiss. They just alluded to the kiss. Mm, well, then, I guess that's part of the are they, aren't they? Maybe right? you know, maybe they'll do another music video where they go all the way with it. They're you know, pros. You know, they yeah, know what they're doing. Yeah. God. So, yeah. thumb up for me. Way to go, Morgan. Way to go, Kyle. Yeah. I'm paying attention. We're paying attention. I'm paying attention. I'm talking yeah. about it. I'm paying attention. Got Justin hot and bothered. You know, I'm, I was hot and bothered by <laughs> Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade. Oh, yeah. Shameful to admit. You need that sprinkler to cool you off. There literally was a close up. <laughs> yeah, of I just needed a real cold shower. A sprinkler going off on a lawn. I was like, wow, we get it. Wetness. We fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, we we'll have the lawn part of it too. Look at that. Oh my god, it was a lot. But anyway, yeah. I, 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 in a way, I was kind of like, this is the most likable Kyle's ever been for me. So I guess I'm into it. I think it. this is a good career turn for her. Yeah, I think this is. Yeah, I agree. Best thing she's ever done. Best thing she's ever done is maybe be fucking a 28 year old country star. Kind of when you put it that way. Yeah, fuck yeah, Kyle. Way to go. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. She's like in her 50s. Way and to be this is her, like, you know, like if we, like, you know, were together a long time and separated in our older age and you just started, like, fucking, like, a hot 20 something year old woman, like, I'd, I'd, I'd be well into it, but also I'd be like, you know, you win this one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you win you win this one. Yeah. If we broke up and you I'd probably started... then, like, try to date some, like, 20 year old on Raya and get put on blast. Like, you would just be crushing me, I think. No. But also, <laughs> if, if we broke up and then you started dating a 20 something year old guy, I would be like, this is so fun. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know? they, yeah, I mean, if you put the other shoes on it. Yeah, that, that would be, be you know, a wild turn. God, we'd have fun. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, then if we just became all friends. Yeah. You know, yeah so It's, a, it's yeah. a good thing. It's yeah. all it's all love. It's all love yeah. Um, for Kyle. Yeah, way to be likable, Kyle. Uh, yeah, you're, you're finally likable to me. Way to go. First time I've ever rooted for. Yeah, right? absolutely. There you go. Yeah. So, Make you fall in love with me, and you did. That could be a little meta message that they're going with the song. Make Absolutely. you fall in love with me. And now I, I love Morgan Wade and Kyle Richards. We love them. Hottest couple in Hollywood. Hope, yeah. hope, hope we see more of it. Absolutely. All right. Second topic. We're Speaking gonna, of Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood. Great transition. Um, so the strikes are still going on. The writer's strike, the actor's strike still going on. And this week, um, we wanted to check in with the strike and um, some kind of uh, reunion, te- TV show, cast reunion, Parks and Rec. Uh, got together with for a photo op on yes. the on the strike line with little Sebastian in tow. The little how could we forget little Sebastian from the show? Um, I unfortunately have forgotten little Sebastian. Justin I, forgot I don't little remember Sebastian. what the episode was, but I have forgotten little Sebastian, and I am. 
gonna never live that down. I think that was like when Adam Scott started to come into the show as like the love interest for Leslie. Yeah, Do you remember? Okay. And then he yeah. had to like kind of like they were all so excited about Little Sebastian. I think he had to like pretend to like Little Sebastian. That, that's kind of Did, what my foggy memory okay. of, of it is. Did they date in real life, Adam Scott and oh, Amy no. Poehler? No. God no, 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 no. It's just no. A show. Okay, I think mind. she was like Will Arnett. I think she was like married to Will Arnett while Parks and Rec was going on, and then. After Will Arnett, like a 2010s type thing. After yeah. Will Arnett, she dated Nick Kroll, which that's I, I who, that's distinctly probably remember. Of. Wow! Yeah. Whoa! What a couple there. I know. Two. Yeah, and I, yeah, that was weird because I do remember him too. Like, because that was during the comedy boom, and like you know, I think when he, him and Mulaney were like doing Broadway on top of the world, kind of. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I think he was like I remember interviews with Nick Kroll saying like how you had like a talent cru- or like how he had a crush on Amy Poehler and like. So that that was an interesting time. Yeah, Nick Kroll and Amy Poehler together. It's got to be crazy to be a famous person and you want to date someone, so you just, like, float lines out and headlines like that. Like, is that, does then, like, his people reach out to her people? Or maybe they, well, they, they probably knew each other, kind of. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, I think he did UCB, and, you know, she's like, I don't know if they did it together, but I, mm, I don't know. A little student-teacher action. Yeah. Look you at know? that. Yeah. yeah, take that, Morgan Wayne, Kyle Richards. You got nothing on... Nick Kroll. It's and a real kinky episode. Here. Yeah, we're just, you know, entertainment, entertainment. Sorry, guys. You know, that's yeah, how we've we... gone blue. We got a camera and we've gone blue here. We're going blue. Um, so, anyway, we decided to pick our top three TV casts that we would like to see reunite on the SAG strike line. Um, very did. excited to hear your picks, Justin. Do you want to Do you want to go first? Your what? first pick? I did a little bit of a theme. Oh. So, I'm going to need to do all three of mine at the same time. Go for it. Okay. So, I guess maybe I'll go first. So, I've decided to do. What three casts I want to re- reunite, and and these three casts are going to put on a benefit concert wow. for for SAG for all the non-working actors. We oh, do a concert, yeah. we raise some money for the non-working actors. We get some money, and you know, and and it's going to be regulated. We're gonna you know we're gonna make sure the money gets to the right people. Yeah. There's going to be no headlines in two weeks of like J- John Mayer walks away with eight hundred thousand dollars of the. Of the SAG relief money. I'm going to do it right. We're going to do it right. Mm-hmm. Where it's going to go to the people who need it. Mm-hmm. So I've got my three casts here. So the first cast opening the show. Flight of the Concords reunites. Ooh. Jermaine Clement, Brett McKenzie, Reese Darby, Arch Barker, and Christian Shaw. They come out. They do a little, you know, they do their songs. The crowd's warmed up. Kristen Shaw's doing bits. Arch Barker's doing bits. Reese Darby's doing bits. 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 We're all doing bits. bits. We're bits. singing. The crowd's getting warmed up. We're singing some funny music. That's how we're starting this show. Wow. Flight of the Concords reunites. Epic. Epic. Then we bring out the state. The middle-aged dad dad jam band makes their way out to the ring, representing the state, the stage, the ring. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. (laughs) Justin's drinking a White Claw, everyone. (laughs) I've been... We record this on Tuesday, which is my Sunday. I I have... This is like 10... Hour 10 of Sunday fun day for me. It's like just nonstop substances. So that's what you guys are getting from me. And we're bringing the middle-aged dad jam band out. Yeah. They're going there. there, So maybe, you know, Flight the Concord stays out. Now we're getting a big jam going. David Wayne's doing his thing. Ken Marino's doing his thing. You know, Joe Latrulio's out there being oh, yeah. funny. Uh, you know, all those guys. Mike Born Lee to Black. Run. Scenes from Italian restaurants. Yeah, all the good stuff. Yeah. Mike Lee and Black's making jokes. Crowd's having a great time. Money's pouring in. We're, we're doing it. Who comes out to close the show? Headliner. The headliner. Late Night with Conan O'Brien. We get Conan O'Brien and the Max Weinberg 7 to come out. Oh, my God. And David Wayne and Max Weinberg do a bit where they're like, no, I'm going to drum. No, I'm going to drum. And then... (laughs) 
<laughs> and then Max Weinberg wins it. David Wayne, he grabs a tambourine. He's doing stuff with the tambourine now. We of all know course. David Wayne can pull it off. Of course. And the big closer. So, so we got the Flight of the Concords, the State, and Late Night with Conan O'Brien featuring the Max Weinberg 7 all out there on stage. Wow. And then the closer, we bring out Ludacris. Because he's going to do the, the, the vocals because they closed with Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Uh, and they're rocking out. You know, Stephen Colbert's in the audience throwing up the rock horns. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're doing uh, for, for, the, for the, the people I'd want to see get together. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely be a big photo op. You be know? a big photo op. It would yeah. be a big event. And then it's like, who's getting photographed at the benefit show? Oh, yeah. Maybe we reunite the cast of Frasier. Why Kelsey not? Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce are hanging out. Why not? At the benefit. Why Why not? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of possibilities here. It's like um, the, recently there was this, um, my, there was um, an Ed Shireen concert in the Hamptons. Oh, yeah. And like all of these celebrities, like Seinfeld was there. Gwyneth Seinfeld Paltrow was there. In the video he showed me, do you notice Seinfeld did this thing where like he like smiled to the camera and was immediate? So he's like, so you're the camera and he does like a thing where he's like. It looks annoyed. I know. Like, I know. And then immediately looked like really annoyed. It yeah. Was, yeah. I was like, oh, he's a creep. It was a lot. And his, and his tight polo, tight jeans combo. He rocks skinny jeans. Seinfeld rocks skinny jeans. Yeah, he always has. If you want to look at his oh. jeans in Seinfeld, he wears some like form-fitting jeans oh, yeah. on Jerry. They are kind of like jeans they are kind of like the '90s version of skinny yeah, jeans. I yeah, I think he's a man who's proud of his thighs and derriere. Mm, yeah, he is. He does have kind of long legs. I guess that's something to show off. So that's what, but, he, that's what he does. But yeah. I was thinking in this respect, yeah, it's like not only is the reunion itself, this concert, uh, an attraction, but the uh, like the stars coming to oh, that's watch what I'm it. Saying. Yeah, yes, that's why yes. I said, you know, we got a photo op for who's at the show. Right. So I said, we, we reunite Frazier. We got Frazier there. We reunite Frazier at the show. And then yeah. it's th- what three shows do you want to see reunited at the SAG Benefit <sighs> cast reunited show? Yeah, I mean, if we got Frazier, we got to have Cheers. We get all the, all the classics. Yeah. Frazier, Cheers, and, and Three's Company. Rest in peace, John Ritter. But we get Did Suzanne Summers die too? No, she's still alive. We'll get Suzanne Summers back. She's out there. The other woman, I forget her name from Three's Company, she did I think she recently died. This is a terrible idea. Rest in peace and and Don Knotts is dead. I think we we can't do Three's Company. No, I think Suzanne Summers alone. She reps she reps it alone. Yeah, why not? She reps it alone. Yes. Yes. Star-studded reunion, raising money, helping everybody. Yeah. So my 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 cast came with a uh, and did I say ludicrous? I you did, did say, say ludicrous. You did say ludicrous. Um, you didn't explain why ludicrous, but oh, why he, not? Well, because he's doing the vocals of Bowls on Parade. He's oh, doing the Zach De La Rocha part. I was going to have Conan do it, but I was like, you know, I know Conan Gamarino. They can't do Zach De La Rocha. No, let's no. bring ludicrous Has out. To be Luda. He's a SAG Award nominee. He was nominated for Best Ensemble Cast, a two-time Best Ensemble Cast SAG Award nominee Not for Crash and uh, Hustle and Flow. Oh, wow. I didn't realize he was nominated that's, that's what Google says he's nominated for. I haven't seen Hustle and Flow. I have to see that. But, uh, you have never seen Hustle and Flow? I have never seen Hustle and Flow. And I wanted to see it when it came out, and this is humiliating to admit and put out, but I've never seen Hustle and Flow. That's crazy. That was like such an, uh, that was a big deal. It was a big deal. I was a little too young to like, I couldn't like go see it by myself when it came out. You know, yeah. I was like 14. I couldn't really get there by myself. It's hard out here for a pimp and it's hard out here for a 13 year old. For a 13 year old yeah. kid from the Jersey suburbs. Yeah. You can't, you're not wow. going to get yourself to it. What are you going to do? 
I think the actress from that movie recently came out as like a crazy Trump supporter. Um, her name, like Taryn wow. Manning. Yeah, it was like anyway. But um, I love Terrence life Howard. Goes on. I know that's you know Terrence life Howard. Life changes things. Yeah, Terrence Howard. I think he's kind of controversial, but I always loved him. Great actor. Hustle and flow. We'll, we'll watch it. Maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. We that's love a good thing the controversial to do. Terrence Howard. Very talented. Um, wow, that was epic, Justin. Great picks. Yeah, yeah I shoot for epic here as I always do, and <laughs> yeah. that's what I did. And I'm doing this concert. <laughs> yeah, amazing. All right. Yeah, so. All right. So I didn't go as kind of your answer was way more creative. I just kept it very straightforward. My top three TV cast that I would like to see reunite on the SAG strike line. First up, of course, Horace and Pete. <laughs> oh, wow. We're getting Louie and Buscemi yeah. out here. Yeah, I mean, Horace and Pete, I do feel like was the real harbinger, the real sign that Louis C.K. was pit you know ready for a downfall like because yeah. <laughs> I, I mean yeah i, I mean it was out of control at I, that point I, I i never watched that show i never wanted to i mean i was a louis fan but the horace and pete i kind of was like what like what is this and then who will never i will never forget mark maron louis ck was on wtf <laughs> with mark maron and mark maron was kissing his ass so hard he was like it's like it's like theater it's like it's like theater like he kept just saying yeah. that Horace and Pete. <laughs> yeah, like, watching Horace and Pete is like watching theater, and it was just like. And then right, Louis think, was doing the very Louis thing of being like, "Thank you, yes, thank you, I accept that compliment." Yeah, thank you. So I think that was kind of a sign that was like, he, you know, he's 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 risen too high. It's about to start. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. now that he's back, I think it's to be a great reminder of like, you I know do, what? Yeah, let let's let let's let culture get crazy again. Let's let yeah. this man make a show that Mark Maron thinks is theater. I mean, I do think... <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. I do think, like, if Louis showed up at the SAG strike, that would be the funniest thing he's done since he Come got canceled. On. Yeah. That would be the fun... Louis C.K. showing up at the SAG strike, well, like, Jessica Chastain isn't, like, furious about that. Hilarious. That would be the funniest thing he's done. He has to troll uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah. Well, so yeah, he has to do it. I was gonna say something really mean to Louis C.K. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, Justin, uh, let's, let's be nice to Louis C.K. I know, okay? yeah. no, I was gonna say you know because he's lost it for me. Is I was like a big fan of his, and I just can't. His comedy just doesn't hit the same. Uh, what do you think? Like do, it, do you think that he will though? Like, do you think that like maybe in like six years he's gonna drop a special again that's gonna be worthy of like his old comedy or probably? I do think he kind of too benefited from the 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 twee of the 2010s because he's so like romanticizing of comedy and so mm. romanticizing of his own career that I do think that like it was kind of the perfect storm time for him like mm. in the 2010s to blow up. Um. Yeah. yeah, you know, I don't know. He's still, you know, he's he still obviously can do it and get on stage and make a crowd laugh really hard. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I think I was, yeah, I I, I think I was, uh, you know, I don't know. I just can't, I, I just think it kind of, he was kind of exposed to him as a fraud a little bit comedically as an artist. Yeah. And I uh, just can't watch his comedy the same way. I think at the end, his comedy's just kind of, you know, the last few things I've seen of it is kind of a little boring. It's a little boring, but you know was wasn't boring was Horace and Pete. So let's get <laughs> yeah, sorry Horace for that and weird Pete Louis out there. No, perfect out there on the on the strike line reunite. It would definitely be a movement. It would be great. Um, second pick, six feet under. Okay, it's summer. Ooh. I think we need to throw the goths a bone. You Is know, that Joe Manganiello. 
No, no, not that's at all. True blood. No, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. But that's okay. You know, on entertainment, entertainment, we roll with it. It's not Joe Manganiello, but great way to bring up Joe Manganiello. <laughs> if I can get a Joe Manganiello name drop in here, I'm gonna do it. You are gonna do it. So if Six Feet Under comes up, I'm just gonna go, "Hey, wasn't that little Joe Manganiello?" Yeah, and I'm gonna go, "No, <laughs> but thank you, but thank you for bringing up Joe Manganiello." He's another celebrity who's recently gone through divorce. He has, yeah. Yes, crazy. Yeah, Joe Manganiello, good luck out there. All right, so who was um, in Six Feet Under? It was, uh... Six Feet Under, um, I, I don't know. It's the guy from Dexter. I don't even know the Anthony name of the Michael cast. Hall. Yes, Anthony Michael Hall. A true but, survivor. A true survivor. Um, but I'm saying, like, you know, it's summer. The goths are out there wearing black. They're sweating. Yeah. So I think, let's get Six Feet Under, the sh- greatest show ever about death, reuniting on the strike line. Give the goths, or little throw the goths a bone during the summer. That's I like what, this. I like yeah. this call. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have goth tendencies. I wear all black. I'm sweating all summer, and I love Six Feet Under. Yeah. So that would be, really, it's all about me, and that would be great for me. Um, I never watched it, but I have your back, and I support you, and you. I love your gothness, and you. uh, let's get it with Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under, guys. Not starring Joe Manganiello. The HBO original series, Six yeah. Feet Under. And then my third pick is uh, Revenge, another one of my favorite shows called Revenge. Oh, um, you! I remember when you watched this. Yeah, yeah. it's like this primetime kind of soap opera that's supposed to be set in the Hamptons, even though it's obviously filmed in San Diego. Love that about <laughs> it. Um, Madeline Stowe, movie star Madeline Stowe from one of my favorite movies called Bad Girls with Drew Barrymore and Madeline Stowe, where they play like these um, uh, cowgirl prostitute vigilantes. It's a great movie. Wow. Highly, highly suggest that. Um, would love to see Mad- Mad- Madeline Stowe. Stowe, um, come back on the SAG strike line. Everyone loves revenge, I'm we sure. We need, we are fans here of revenge and yes. Madeline Stowe. Yes. And I need Madeline Stowe getting more work. Yes, so we do. let's wrap this strike up so we can see more of Madeline Stowe. Best part in the show was when um, Madeline Stowe's husband tries to kill her by sabotaging her private plane, and Madeline Stowe survives the plane crash, <laughs> and she comes back to her husband, and her eyes, like, tape shut, and wow. she's just like, Conrad, I'm alive! <laughs> and I, it's That's so amazing. good. Yeah. Conrad, I'm alive! Uh, it's, it's That's the only really way. Great. If you tried to kill your wife, and she lived... Lived, that's what's gonna happen. She's yeah. gonna show up with an eye patch and say, "Your name, I live." Yeah, I think it's only Con- only a Conrad would try to kill. Yeah, his no, wife it's a very a Conrad thing to do. Private jet, very Conrad thing to do. But yeah, so those are my picks: um, Horace and Pete, Six Feet Under, Throw the Gossip Bone, and Revenge. That one's just for me. And let's bring Madeline, Madeline Stowe. Let's justice for Madeline. Stowe. It's all about Madeline Stowe. Yeah. She is the moment. Uh, more so than Greta Gerwig, in my opinion. Where, where, yes. Can we get Madeline Stowe in more stuff here? Where, I think where, Madeline Stowe's... Crowd, you walk down the street, people are talking about Madeline Stowe. All you hear is Madeline Stowe. Where's people Madeline on the phone. Stowe? What's Madeline Stowe where, got going on? Where's Madeline Stowe? We haven't seen Marilyn... I think Madeline Stowe would have done a better job directing Barbie. Everyone's saying it. Everyone's saying Everyone's it. Everyone's saying it. We want... Madeline Stowe's Barbie. And we want it right now. That's what people are saying out there. It's crazy. The fervor for Madeline Stowe out there. It's just, it's almost like the Scandal hype. Where I'm like, you know what? Fuck Madeline Stowe. (laughs) I've turned on Madeline Stowe in this segment. In this segment, fuck Madeline Stowe. I've had enough of Madeline Stowe. I hate revenge. I can't stand revenge and I can't stand Madeline Stowe. She ruined revenge and she needs to go away. I hate Madeline Stowe. She needs to go away for good. Worst line read. Comrade, I'm alive. I mean, please. Pathetic. All right. Well, anyway, so that's my picks for the three TV casts I'd like to see reunite on the strike line. I I thought your picks were great. Uh, I didn't see any of them coming. 
So there you go. I was blown surprised each time. Yeah. I would have not have guessed you picked either of those three. I think I did a great job uh, setting up that concert, making money yeah. for SAG. I'm a man of the people. It's what I do. I'm a man of charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that could help. It could go a long way, that benefit show. So I if really, if, yeah, I loved your recap of our picks. That was great. Thank, we did, we did, <laughs> thank you. Way to review, the, yeah, review yeah. the segments as we do them. Thank yes. you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. So Brendan Fraser, get on the phone with Flight of the Concords, the state, and Lloyd Knight with Colin O'Brien and put the show on. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of let's put the show on, well, mm. we watched uh, someone who's putting on shows 24-7, Jake Paul. Never not being filmed. Never not being filmed. We watched the Jake Paul documentary because... We had time. We had time to do that. We yes. did it. Um, yeah, I didn't know anything about Jake Paul. I really, really I didn't either. I yeah. feel like they kind of like, I, I just was never, I, I feel like their audience, I, I went back and watched some of old, their old Vines that mm-hmm. they did. And, you know, we were just, we're not the Target Demo for that. Yeah. I think Target Demo, we were probably, you know, six to 12 years too old for it. Yeah. Uh, they were like some just some high school kids and yeah. just making, doing high school kid comedy. They were like, you know. In a library, and they started lightsaber fighting. Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And I, like, respect their... Because I'm so bad at social media that, like, I do have a lot of kind of respect for the Pauls. No, you mean... And their ability to, like, really make content that everyone loves. I think it's, like, I I just... I'm so bad at it. Like, I'm so bad at it. So I, I do kind of have this, like... I do respect their ability to make content that and people they, are really like. You know? Yeah, and they clearly pair that with like psychotic work ethic, where yeah. it's like they just they, you know are not even people. Like they're not even people because they're so thrown into what they're doing. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and yeah, and you need to be a sociopathic workaholic like that. Yeah, to get to the level that they've gotten. It was a lot. So yeah, we, we watched the documentary. It was interesting because like yeah, I didn't really know anything about the Paul. Jake or Logan Paul. Um, I saw Logan wrestling because Justin's a wrestling fan. So I saw him as a wrestler. And I thought he was pretty good, to be honest. I was like, he's, 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 I think like he's great. a he's pretty an great wrestler. He's an yeah. yeah, well, and it's like in Jake Paul, like they, they totally get the core of sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and playing a character and using yourself as a character. And, They're yeah. really good at it. Yeah. yeah. And this, yeah. and, and, um, I think you promoting, also yeah, promoting yourself, promoting a fight. Yeah, yeah like. and I, one of the things I liked about this documentary and what I, I liked about Jake Paul is that he um, is so open about how it's all a performance and it's all everything it's is all promotion. About promotion, yeah, yeah, it's all about promotion. Which like, is like, yeah, I, you know, we're selling you these fights. You're being sold these fights. Yeah. yeah, and I, I kind of respected that about him because I feel like even with wrestling, a lot of wrestling. You know, they they don't. I mean, they can't. It was almost like he was doing professional wrestling while acknowledging that it's professional wrestling. And you know, it's like he's acknowledging yeah, yeah. he's acknowledging the artifice constantly. Which I I don't know. I, I think that's kind of new in a way of like completely acknowledging the fourth wall and acknowledging that everything he's doing is a performance. It's a character in a way that's like kind of modern. I think and, and interesting. I don't know. Yeah. But, no. Um, totally. But anyway, so first impressions from watching this documentary. These guys, the the Paul guys, the, so it's Logan and Jake, and I feel like they're they're two guys who they're like y'all and bro guys, where they say 
They're the type of guys who... They're from the Midwest. They're from Cleveland, Ohio. So the way they talk, it's a lot of y'alls at the the beginning of a sentence and bros at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like... Starts country, ends bro. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of like, y'all haven't even seen how good I am at this, bro. Like, it's a lot of that. Starts country, ends frat. Yeah, like, (laughs) it's... it's, it's, uh, And it works for these guys. Yeah, but I was just like, okay, wow, that's... They're y'all and bro guys. Like, that's kind of how they talk. I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know. Um... And then I feel like a lot of the documentary is the family dynamics. I think that's what yeah, really well they made. Were, they were selling this family versus family, like the Pauls versus the, the Furies, like the boxing family that then Jake Paul was boxing against in the uh, documentary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then and I feel, again, both families, I think, understood the showmanship of it and the and the... We are playing characters to sell this fight. Yeah. So a million people will buy our pay-per-view and we'll all make $15, 20000000 million. Right. But I mean also the family dynamics within the Paul family. Because it's like there's a rivalry oh, between... Yeah. There's, I mean, I feel like that's like maybe the only thing that's not a total performance. And it's like very real. Is that there's a rivalry between Logan and Jake that's very real. Very real. And also the dynamics with... They, they call their dad Greg... Greg Paul. Greg Paul. And at yeah. first you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. that Because they, they call their mom, mom. Like, I think they refer to their mom as, like, their right. mom. But, like, yeah. but they refer to their dad as Greg Paul, and you're like, that's kind of weird. And then you realize, oh, Greg Paul even refers to himself as Greg Paul. Everybody, including Greg Paul, refuses. I'm sure his wife refers to him as Greg Paul. Yeah. I'm sure Mrs. Paul refers to him as Greg Paul. So that's kind of like, okay, that's, that's a lot. And then you meet Greg Paul in the documentary. You see where the apples are falling from. And you're like, wow, Greg Paul, well, of course he's referred to as Greg Paul, because this guy is intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he is, he does look like he's, like, played by a character actor, like a famous character actor. Yes, and while we were watching, it was driving me nuts. I was like, this guy, Greg Paul, he reminds me of someone, he reminds me of someone, and it actually came to me, I got woken up by the crazy rainstorm last wow, night. Wow, okay. And when I woke up from the rainstorm, I was like, it's the Pawn Stars guy. He, he does look like the Pawn Stars guy. <laughs> if the Pawn Star guy is like Pawn Pawn Stars guy, like lost some weight, he would look like Greg Paul. 100%. Yeah, one hundred percent. The yeah. main, the dad in Pawn Stars looks like Greg Paul. The, yeah. it came to me in the middle of the night. I woke up from a rainstorm and I was wow. just like Pawn Stars is. guy. There yeah. it is, Pawn Stars dad. Yeah, and yeah, they kind of allude to like the. Ab- it's like they kind of dance around whether yeah. or not the dad was abusive to them, and then it, it kind of comes out that like he was a little bit abusive. Logan seems totally fine with it all. Yeah. Jake is the one calling him out as I burp up my white claw. That's all right, you know. Yeah, Jake is like the one calling the dad out, but Logan's like, it was a tough growing up, but we were fine. Yeah. It seems like there seems to be a weird dynamic there. And also with this family, including Greg Paul, it's like you, you really, you truly don't know what, you know, what is being sensationalized, what is, you know, what is being produced and sensationalized. Yeah. And like. You know, I mean, not that I don't believe Jake Paul. Of course, this right. Greg Paul guy seems like an absolute maniac who would hit his kids. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but you never know with this family. Who knows what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I kind of think it's like reality TV, where like you know, there's 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 some truth to it, and then it's exaggerated. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and, that's, and produced professional wrestling comes from that. They, they do that too. They try to like pull things from real life and then play it to an eleven. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Which is, I think that's what they were doing. That's you what know? I think. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I was trying to get at too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then I kind of noticed too that the so like they do a good job of like you know setting up okay Jake Paul. He, you know, his trajectory as becoming from a YouTuber to a Vine. And, you know, he kind of has this, like, exponential rise. And then a quick, both of the brothers have this, like, exponential rise. They move to Hollywood. They get, like, Jake goes on Disney. And then they have a quick fall. Like, it yeah, just, like, all like of a sudden. Yeah. 
over. Yeah, like, they're both, yeah, like, Jake Paul has some, like, sexual assault allegations. He gets arrested at one they're, point. They're pulling, Not for the sexual, like, for a separate thing. They're pulling guns out of his house. They yeah, illegal firearms. Yeah, it's like, it's like his house got raided. Uh, and then also they're trying to create content. In their quest to create content, they have to make weirder and weirder and more crazier videos, which causes them to just, like, start fires at their house in California, yeah, which is now, just like, absolutely insane. Yeah, now, like, they're pissing insane. off their neighbors. <laughs> they're constantly getting the cops called on them. Yeah. Uh, they become enemies there with like you know the, the city or whatever uh and yeah then it was just kind of over then logan paul does the video where he goes to like that japanese forest where people hang themselves and yeah. throws a dead body hanging and then that's a whole backlash yeah and i noticed like the crazier things got for them the curlier and blonder jake paul's hair got that was a there was a parallel yeah. there it was like he, st- <laughs> yeah, he started off when he was on disney he kind of had like the flat normal hair and then the crazier things got the hair got blonder and curlier you could t- I, it did get blonder and yeah, curlier yeah. he really was like on an unhinged child star like downward yeah. trajectory like I, I don't think you could fake that like, no no he, he was a, yeah and the hair is a perfectly emblematic of his unwinding yeah, yeah. and then I also noticed that um he also Jake Paul also kind of looks like the comedian John Early do you know John Early? He does look like he <laughs> could be, you know. He it, kind of is a John yeah. Early character. Especially if he shaved, yeah, when he's like clean shaven. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he could be a John Early. Like yeah. when he was on Disney, I was like, wait, is that John Early? Like that's. Yeah, yeah. He looks a lot like John Early. And it's yeah. kind of fun to watch the documentary and think that Jake Paul is being played by John Early. It's a good <laughs> thought experiment if you kind of want, if you're like, I don't care about this, but I yeah. do. Like, if you're a John Early fan, watch the Jake Paul documentary with that in mind and you'll have a good time, you know? <laughs> that's a great idea. Thank you. Um,. Yeah, and then, so, I also, one thing I respect about Jake Paul, he has a great fashion sense. Like, all of his performance outfits kind of blew me away. Like, wow, when, he, okay. when he when he starts to get into boxing, and the first, um, the first he comes out with that, like, red satin suit, it was, like, yeah, a black and yeah, red, I was red, like, yep. that's a, like, he understands how to present himself and yeah. how to perform. It like, is you very know what I mean? Ali. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the constant comparing to Muhammad Ali, after all, it's like, all right, dude, like, you're... Well, he's like, that's like, it's him playing a bad guy. Like, okay, like it's, okay. the, it's, it's, that's like getting, like, meta heat, like, heel heat. Okay. The, the idea is to piss people off that you're calling yourself Muhammad Ali. Okay, I got caught. I got got. So okay. you're getting some, you got some, he's getting some heat out of you. Yeah, because, well, for, yeah, okay. But that's what they're going for, and yeah. they're good at it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's very, they, they understand pro wrestling. They really yeah. understand it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. It's yeah. all right. They got me with that because I was like, after all, I'm like, sir, you are not Muhammad Ali. But okay, that's the point. That's, that's the, the point. point. Yeah, okay. that's the point. Is he's being obnoxious and over the top and being like, I am the greatest. I'm Muhammad okay. Ali. You yeah. Know, I'm the one. You know, I'm a showman like he was. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got it. He also Jake Paul also wears fake eyelashes and has his eyebrows thread. Wow, I never would have caught that. So again, oh, yeah. I respect his showmanship. Like it is no joke getting your eyebrows thread. I don't look at my eyebrows. I probably need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it really hurts and also fake eyelashes the, the glue is a nightmare so respect total respect wow there yeah. you go yeah there yeah. you go I, I, I would have never caught that oh uh, yeah I caught that I was like wow he's wearing eyelashes that's amazing yeah. um, one thing I thought I thought it was interesting because as through the documentary as they're showing them through the years like creating their content doing their stuff I feel like you could almost see them creating their like current day sports entertainment combat sport characters as they kind of age and like so I thought that was like an interesting thing 
Uh, yeah, like in the in their internet content, you mean? Yeah, I feel like if you just kind of, you can almost see their, you can see the trajectory going to combat. The, like you can just see where it feels very, very linear to me. Okay. It feels yeah. very linear from where they were to where they are now. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's just me projecting, you know, no. you know wrestling fandom basically onto them. But uh, <laughs> I feel like you could, you could really kind of see the... It makes sense that that's where it went with these guys. Yeah, they wound they, up. Yeah, because they do talk about it, and they are ridiculous, like complete, clearly naturally gifted athletes. They talk about how like athletics were a big part of their life, uh, right. so it makes sense that this is kind of sports entertainment is where these guys like oh, yeah. are really shining. Yeah, they did talk about how they were in both into wrestling and football. They, yeah, they wrestling, were athletes. football, basketball. They were like, yeah, and you can tell like, even like Jake Paul's boxing stuff and Logan Paul's wrestling. You tell they're like absurd athletes who like yeah. work their asses off like to to be good athletes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it was interesting. Don King showed up in the because then once they started getting into Jake's um, boxing career and they started talking about like promote, you know, the art of promoting boxing. Of course, Don King. I I haven't seen thought about Don King since I was like a kid, and like I feel like in the nineties he was around a lot. Oh yeah, because that's when like Tyson was going. Like boxing was like huge. Yeah, yeah, Don King was a huge part of it. And I was like, how has there not been a Don King biopic yet? You know, that's a good question. I'm surprised one has been. I feel like Will Smith. That should have been the move after the Oscar slap, is he should have played Don King. I feel like that mm, would have been like that would have been good. I don't know, you know, it's like almost like was that a boxing promotion? This the slap, you know? Ooh, yeah, I no, it would have been, they could have if yeah they they should have had Will Smith playing some kind of boxing character. Yeah, well, I guess he he already did Muhammad Ali. He did but, Ali, but you know, do it do a different one. Yeah, now yeah, he does Don King as an older guy. I feel like Don know? King. There's something there. I was like, look at this guy. I mean, he's such a character with his hair. Yeah, and he's oh such yeah, a, he's you know he's Vince McMahon level promotion. He's very Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah, it's like, very you know, Vince just as far, just as far as like an entertainer or promoter goes, it's yeah. very Vince McMahon. Yeah, I was like, let's get more Don King. Like, what are we yeah. doing here? Yeah. And then Tyson shows up and you're like, oh God. I was interested. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh God, what is he going to do? But I feel like he actually seemed like his mental health was like very, um, he, he seemed very like kind of self-aware. Like when they asked him about Jake Paul, like what he thought about Jake Paul going into boxing. And he said, well, my ego is telling me a million things, but reality is that he's really kind of saving boxing and that I really like. Yeah, so no, I, was like, I, I, I was really, you know, his take was very interesting. And yeah. he, like, it was kind of interesting to see him just be like unabashed, like Jake Paul, this is great for the sport. And yeah. he's uh, like, great. He's great. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that was interesting. Yeah. So that was, that was yeah, interesting to watch. And yeah, cause he, uh, yeah, just uh, you know, just interesting the direction of boxing and how this is like these fights are like the biggest bo- uh, the biggest boxing fight since at least like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, uh, and then you know as far as like on a, a mainstream star goes, Jake Paul like kind of like is like almost like a Tyson like figure with as far as there is becoming that where his fights are these like big deal and everyone watches it. Yeah. Cause you know, he, yeah, he fought like a week and a half ago and yeah, like they were like, I, I work overnights on Saturday nights and there were like literally people coming in and watching the Jake Paul fight on their phone. Oh wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So I feel like it's like a, it's like a, he's like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I feel like it's, it's pretty interesting. I mean, um, but I thought it was, I thought it was interesting when they wind up in Puerto Rico like he like they live in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and it's like into his like guru. Like he's got all these gurus around him. And there's one guy. Uh, what was his name? Um, oh, sorry, hold on. I'm going in my notes and I can't find. Okay, so the guy's name was Ocean Interbeing. Ocean Interbeing. That I was, forgot about him until you just said him. Yeah, that Ocean was, Interbeing. And it was like uh, like the guy. He's like, oh, my name is Ocean Interbeing. And then he explained what he did, and it was like, sir. 
If your name is Ocean Interbeing, we know you're in charge of psychedelics. Yeah, like, yeah. We know. Like, yeah. you don't have to explain what you do for Jake Paul. It's like, we know you're in charge of, like, the ayahuasca therapy, Ocean yeah. Interbeing. Like, come on. He oversees the trips. Yeah. He's here to oversee the trips and make sure it's not a bad experience. Or if it is a bad experience, he'll see you through it. Yeah, I was like, okay, we know you're in charge of the plants, sir. Yeah, um, yeah and Logan Paul in wrestling uses Puerto Rico as like a way of getting heat too. Where he, oh. it's like, and it's, this is a classic wrestling trope where they'll like people will be like, he fights out of New York by way of whatever. So it's oh. like, so Logan Paul is f- from whatever town they live in in Puerto Rico by way of Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, okay. So it's like a way to kind of like, yeah, be piss, like... Piss people off a Yeah, well, bit. you know, piss people off. You know, I'm fancy now. I live in this, like, sexy Puerto Rican town. Fuck got Cleveland, it. fuck Ohio, but I'm from there. Yeah, I got Ocean Interbeing supplying me with medicinal ayahuasca. Yes, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got Aaron Rodgers probably hanging out down there. Crazy. And then also I thought it was funny, like, all of a sudden the documentary became about unions... Like all of a sudden, it was like because now that's what you know? Paul's doing. So that. yeah, it was like all this. It was like all of this, like celebrity fall from fame, 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 family dynamics, and all of a sudden, it's like union politics. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's crazy. I think that's a very. I guess yeah, because this is Jake Paul's comeback attempt from his sexual assault. Out like boxing is the next thing he did after his sexual assault, like downfall. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. He's like he was already at the bottom. He lost it all, and he was so hated that yeah. it was, made it such a linear fit to become yeah. a heel in boxing. Yeah, and it's. Yeah. it's it's interesting to watch them like play the heel knowingly as characters and lean into their like own like douchebaggery and like problematic past the way these guys do. Yeah. Uh, but then also, but you can tell they also know like that they need to be the good guys. So he's gonna you know he's gonna push unions. Yeah. He's gonna push healthcare. Yeah. Like, and like he's gonna change things for the better that way for right. the people yeah, yeah he's like, gonna get the first woman paid or he's gonna get women paid more in boxing yeah that was a big know? thing they got the yeah the, yeah the one woman boxer who you know, apparently has been killing it but just not making a lot of money because yeah. there's just not a lot of money in it now he's getting them paid like, yeah. yeah yeah which i don't know it didn't really bother me the kind of like you know kind of um good guy side of it like it was like it was yeah it was definitely a turn where you're like wait why are we talking about unions you know but at the same time you're like if he can, like, help people, that is that is good, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you know, it's, it is something, because you really, I guess, you know, you really can't just, if there's someone, that's what someone's doing with their power and fame, even if it's a way just to get good publicity for their end, like, the end result is just, like, doing good for people. Yeah. So it's, like, tough to even come at them for that. And as a wrestling fan, I mean, you think you always talked about how... Oh, it's a big deal in wrestling yeah. with, you know, how the, all those guys are independent, contra- at least for WWE, are independent contractors, they don't have health insurance, their travel's not paid for, Yeah. unless you're, like, a top, top guy, like a John Cena roman reigns style like yeah so on um, the end of the day like maybe it is a actually like a very pressing thing that needs to be addressed so yeah and it sounds like boxing i guess has a lot of the same issues similar yeah, yeah. Well, i'm sure yeah because there's so many different boxing leagues so all those guys are just independent contractors who i'm sure just fight for these i don't follow boxing too heavily really yeah. at all but uh that's what it seems like yeah but it was interesting all of a sudden it's like why are you talking about unions like okay whatever yeah but, uh, well yeah. you know get the union the union former look at this guy the, yeah. the, the anti-Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports, yeah, even Jesus. though they work for Barstool Sports. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah. And the entire use of the third person, by the end of the, sh- the movie, everyone is talking about each other in the third person from the Paul family. It's like, 
it's almost like hard to keep up, you know? It's like yeah. Logan Paul refers to himself in the third person, Jake Paul, or, you know, Greg Paul, everybody's in the yeah, third person. And, and yeah, it is like the the men of the Pauls, yeah, they they refer to each other by like full name. Like they don't say like my brother, my yeah. dad, my brother, like yeah, my yeah. son. It's always Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Logan. Like, yeah, yeah like, you're like, is this a form of group therapy? Like what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. At the end, you're yeah. just like, is this a, is this like, is this something a therapist told you guys to do? Because it just feels very, like, are you, are you all bonding over this use of third person is it toxic i don't know it was a lot i was like i think i'm and also at the end there was like um i just feel like there was so much hype because they were you know everything they were covering was it was almost like the documentary is almost about hype but you know by the end of it there's so much hype that i was just like i can't take any more hype like i need to just watch waves i need to watch like a a a video of just like the ocean you know what i mean it was just like over hype i was like i can't take it the overhype and production of the paul family is for an hour and hour plus straight is yeah great i think great in 20 to 40 minute doses and then when it gets beyond that, it's like, okay, I need a break. Yeah, I, no. yeah, you do. You need a retreat. Yeah. You need an ayahuasca retreat just to like come down from it. Ocean Interbeing yeah. needs to supply the viewers of this documentary yeah, with a moment yeah, of Yeah, compound zen. his business. Yeah. yeah. The Logan Paul and his fans. Now he takes care of them all. Yeah, we need a moment of zen from Ocean Interbeing after watching all of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting. It was, it was, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't really know much about him, and I, I actually I thought I, that it was interesting. I enjoyed it. It's, very, it's definitely very one-sided. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I, I watched two Jake Paul fights today. Okay. Two, I watched two of his fights. And they definitely portray, that, like, when he actually fights the boxer guy. Because I watched that, Tommy Paul, or Tommy Fury. Uh, they definitely portray it like it's closer than it actually was. And, I mean, the judges gave it, like, a quote-unquote split decision. But it was, like, if you watch it, you could... T- I, I don't know. I'm not the biggest boxing fan. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. But it just seemed like the guy, Tommy Fury, really could have... You know, he was kind of, like, messing around with them. Oh, a little bit. Okay. Like, I don't... I've never seen another Tommy Fury fight. Maybe he does, like, fight with his arms down. But, like, his arms were down a lot. Maybe that's what he does. Maybe he tries to bait people and he, like... And Jake Paul got a couple of decent shots in on him. But it mm-hmm. was like, okay, this guy feels like he could really kill Jake Yeah, Paul. that's a like, good point. It was very one-sided. And there are a lot of, like, all of the cuts of boxing is, like, Jake Paul landing a punch. It's like, if he misses, if he gets hit, the next shot is of him landing a punch. Like, yeah, it was no, very and one-sided. The, yeah, and the highlights they show, the fights are very produced. Like, there's... Because yeah. there's, when we were watching the documentary, I was like, wow, these fights, like, these guys just, like, throw at each other. Like, it's not like that when you watch, like, an actual pro. Like, it's a little more, like calculated and rhythm less like, action uh, yeah less action happens but then like these guys are just throwing haymakers but yeah but then if you go and watch fight it's like oh yeah no there's a lot of like slow moments in this where okay. nothing's going on yeah um, i mean I, yeah oh go, go ahead. ahead oh no that was another thought when i was watching it after a while you're like wait are these fights fixed you know because everything is you know everything is promotion everything is yeah to- I mean, and boxing is a sport with the most history of corruption so mm. it's like you know so would not be surprised if that like I mean, the one thing, because I watched the fight where he, like, knocks that MMA guy out. You remember the show in the documentary where the guy gets, like, knocked out and falls right on his face? Yeah, yeah. So I watched that whole fight, and I'm like, like, I don't think, even if they were, like, going to, you know, set up this fight, like, I don't think that guy would be would sign up to be that knocked out. Because, like, it's like, you can't fake that, and that's, it was, like, dangerous the that's way true. he, like, got knocked out and fell, like, forward. I was like, the Tommy Paul fight. You know, I maybe just because I felt like the guy Tommy Fury could have like really could have probably beaten him in three or four rounds, but mm. I felt like he was kind of messing with him a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there and there was a whole thing with that fight where it was like, okay, so if 
if Jake wins, there's no re- there's going to be no rematch clause. But if Tommy wins, Jake can do a rematch. So I think in the future they're going to do like Jake versus Tommy Fury too, and that's oh, going to make them okay. more money. So like I think that I, you know I could see a situation where it was like, hey, you know, let's drag this out. You win a decision here, and then we'll fight again, and we'll okay. make you know instead of. $15 million, we'll make $40 million. We'll make so double. The, yeah, we'll make double that. Which uh, is smart. Which yeah, that's <laughs> the, the, the thing day, in boxing yeah. they do. That was the whole thing with like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, who were like two yeah. legends, and then the fight was like kind of famously a little bit of a letdown, because they mm. were just like, you just tell they really weren't trying to knock each other out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was a little, and they made a ton of money. So, you know, I could see in that way. But, but he, he definitely like legitimately knocked out a lot of guys. And it yeah. doesn't, I wouldn't think that they would sign up to be knocked out the way they were. Yeah, that one guy was knocked out in a way that, like, even I was like, oh, I don't really want to see this guy. No, yeah, the type of thing where I was like, God, if he fell, like, six inches more forward, I'm like, he could have, like, broken his neck. He could have, like, who knows what kind of... You get knocked out like that and fall right on your face. It's brain damage going on. I know. It's I, not good. I had the thought. I was like, I only really like to get people. I only really like to watch people get knocked out on the Jersey Shore, the reality show. <laughs> yeah, Other yeah, than that, yeah. I don't really enjoy watching yeah, fights. You no, know, yeah. I, I think the yeah. Jersey Shore is my favorite fighting, and that's. <laughs> I, I like to watch. Um, yeah, Ronnie drunkenly fight meatheads I, I, on the Jersey Shore. Uh, yeah, Jersey Shore townie getting knocked out by Ronnie. That's a good fight for me. Yeah. This kind of fighting, I kind of find it like a. It's just ridiculous to me. I just think it's so silly. It's just like very, I guess it's just like a lot of masculine energy. And I'm just kind of yeah, like. I can I, definitely get into it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, know. I like Jake Paul's outfit and that's it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I, I respect the fanny the pack. I thought the fanny pack was kind of Ooh, cool. Yeah. Very good. It was there kind you of, go. you know, trendy and kind of fun. But yeah, after that, I'm just kind of like, all right, everyone, let's just save our noses. We all, we all have nice noses. <laughs> Just save your nose. Yeah, I you know I can definitely get into a boxing. You know, I don't go out of my way to watch boxing. I yeah. can definitely get into a boxing match if I'm sitting and watching it. I am gonna order the next Jake Paul fight. I'm a fan. Yesterday, Logan Paul. Wow. So yesterday, breaking news: Logan Paul announced he's boxing again. So oh. now he's doing a boxing fight against some MMA guy in October. Okay. Um, and that's going to be the next big Paul pay-per-view. I don't think Jake's fighting at it, but I think it's going to be like Logan Paul's event. Interesting. Okay. And then I guess they'll have like a whole undercard. That Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, competition, this family, competitive family, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's still ongoing. The yeah, brothers. Yeah, no, I think we talked about, yeah, definitely Logan's being threatened by Jake's success, like, shines through. Like, Logan can't give Jake any credit without being like, but really, my greatness is the reason why he reached the level that he's reached right now. Yeah. Is because of my greatness that held him down for so long. Yeah. He had to rise above it. And now I'm just so proud of my Jake Paul. I'm just Jake so proud. Paul. I'm yeah. just so proud of Jake Paul. Yeah. He's literally, he's like, y'all, y'all yeah. listen. Yeah. Y'all, Jake Paul became Jake Paul because he was living in Logan Paul's shadow for so long. And also, Greg Paul was really hard on him. And you're like, I don't know. Who, <laughs> yeah. Who's the narrator? Who's the narrator? Is yeah, someone is first... like, is anyone here actually Logan or are they talking about different people entirely? So confused. Yeah. But and, and I think Logan Paul now is trying to one-up him because like Jake Paul's just doing boxing and I think Logan Paul's trying to do a thing is like, I'm doing wrestling and I'm doing boxing and I'm going to knock out an MMA guy, Jake. And I just had a match at SummerSlam in WWE. Yeah, he's like... remember that was like a whole thing with like the, the boxing promoter who they hooked up with in Netflix who was like, I told Jake when I met him, like... If you're going to do this, you have to do this. Oh, like, right, you can't right, yeah. do YouTube. You can't do whatever else. Like, yeah. It's just you're doing this. So I think yeah. Logan Paul's trying to be like a, 
I'm doing it all. That I kind of thought of, though, as kind of almost like that guy's selling his own business. Oh, totally. I'm getting got there completely. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, well, he's doing a Netflix documentary. I'm sir. like, well, boxing, it's like the competition and it's the sport. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what he does, actually. And I was like, eh, this guy's selling us his, that he's a, a serious business promoter. Meanwhile, he's getting filmed by Netflix. It's like, okay. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, no, it, yeah, he's, no, yeah. He's totally fine with Jake Paul doing all yeah. and, and Jake Paul is constantly on social media. Like, he's not just boxing. Yeah, no, Jake Paul is still doing social media. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he did a whole video to promote his most recent fight. Or what? Yeah. You know, I thought it was a kind of funny video they showed in the documentary when he's promoting the Tommy Fury fight, where uh, not a bad for like a, you know, celebrity Instagram promoting a fight video. Yeah. Where he shows all the people criticizing him in the media of like, oh, we haven't fought a boxer, we haven't fought a boxer. And like, that's like his nightmare he's having. Oh, yeah. And then he wakes up from the nightmare and he gets the phone call, hey, you have to fight. This actual boxer Tommy Fury, and he's like, no. Like, yeah. So I think a pretty funny tongue in cheek way to promote your own fight. Yeah. Uh, way to go, Jake. Yeah, I like respect them as creators. I really do. I'm like, yeah. they are good at what they do, and you can't not respect that. You know, I mean, yeah, I know I wasn't a fan of them, and I, I, didn't, I didn't have a relationship with I, them. I had no relationship so with them prior I, to last yeah, night. And yeah, and they may have done bad things in their lives, and they may be horrible people. I, I, I wasn't a fan. I'm just going on this documentary, and that's all. So I'm like, I don't know what they did as Vine stars that got them canceled. I, I don't, whatever. But Yeah, but I'm a, yeah, and, you know. Who cares? Yeah, but, um, not, it's not even worth talking about. Yeah. You know. But, um. I also think people can, you know, good people can do bad things and can, you know, deserve a second chance. Oh, yeah. And, you know. It's a, it's you know, it's a lot of there's a lot of gray area and all this stuff, and it's not an easy conversation to have. No, no, and, so, and people yeah. grow and they change, and yeah. he's trying to get unions started. So there you go, <laughs> good guy Jake Paul. There you go, the problem child. Yeah, is starting the unions for the boxers. Yeah, the problem child. I mean, that was only one thing too. Watching the documentary, I was like, this is it's kind of condescending how much they 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 market to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? After all, you're like, if they say problem child one more time, I swear to fucking yeah, it's like, God, we, we get it. That's we his get character. It. That's yeah. his boxing character. We get it. It's yeah. cool. We like it. Don't yeah. need to say it eight times. After a while, yeah. you're just like, I get, I'm not. You're like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. You know? And you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, no, yeah. You know, I guess, you, you know, yeah, you can't watch too much of the polls without being like, okay, I need to stop being sold this. Yeah. I need to please get out of this, like, used car salesman. It's story. a lot. It's too much right now. Yeah. yeah, that's why Ocean and your being, we needed your moment of zen in there. We needed something yes, to thank God. relieve us from the hype machine that are the Pauls. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed the documentary. It was it was definitely entertaining. Um, love his fashion sense. Respect the hustle. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to watch the fights, so you made made a fan out of you. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm buying, their, I'm buying their fights from here on out. I'm watching them. I, I, you know, I did buy it when he first fought the NBA guy. I watched that on an overnight shift because that was just like once. I, I, I didn't even know anything about Jake Paul, but it was just like for me as a basketball fan, I was like, wait, what? Nate Robinson is like boxing like that Jake Paul YouTuber oh, kid? God, like, yeah. what? Yeah. I have to watch. And then Jake Paul got, I mean, uh, Nate Robinson got knocked out like bad. That was kind and of. And it was like, whoa. Like, yeah, I don't know if a retired basketball player is at the same athletic level as no. an actual basketball and it was, Yeah, you know? it is true that all the talk leading into that fight was like, Nate Robinson's going to kill this kid. What is this kid doing? And then it was like, oh, wait, no, actually it was a, Nate, this was dangerous to do for Nate Robinson. Yeah, he seemed to. 
he was winded. Like, he just didn't do enough cardio. No, and he immediately got knocked out. It was bad. It was was not good. Yeah, it was was not good. Retirement is real. These guys, if they're not um, doing those workouts, it's, you know. Yeah, no, it's like, and also, yeah, it's like, you you know, well, it was, yeah, it was rough to watch. But uh, but that kind of, you know, so that got me on the radar there. And now I'm like, now, man, I watched two of his fights today. Uh, and Jake Paul's a good wrestler. My like my uh, Logan, Logan Paul's a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. My, my current wrestling dream match is if if we can ever do a WWE AEW cross promotion show, and we get John Moxley versus Logan Paul in an Ohio death match. Ooh, okay. John Moxley from Cincinnati, Logan Paul from Cleveland. Oh. Let's get an Ohio death match going. Is that the one with the cages? It's just a hardcore match, and okay. it's the thing they do in wrestling where it's like. They just put the city name in front of it. Oh. I'm specifically using Ohio because both these guys are from Ohio. And the story right. could be they're fighting for the honor of Ohio. Right. Who's going to rep Ohio more? And they're going to have a death match. So it's an Ohio death match, unsanctioned by both WWE and AEW. This is going to get crazy. For the that's honor. My, that's my dream match. For the honor of Ohio. Yeah. Honor of Ohio. Yeah, it would be great. Let's get it done. If we can't get a cross promotion, I think we because the Miz is from Cleveland. I think we can do oh, it with definitely. Logan Paul and the Miz. That would be great. Ooh, that would. I, I, I'm not a big wrestling fan. I only know it from you. But I, I think the Miz and Logan uh, Logan Paul because they're both like Hollywood. They both have reality TV. Yeah, and, and they would really, especially if they did like a real hardcore match where they like really good. like went full gross out, like hardcore style with it. That would be great. Yeah. So you know what? Let's just do it in WWE. It makes logistics easier. Yeah. Let's get the Miz and Logan Paul in an Ohio death match. We can even then they're both from Cleveland. It could even be a Cleveland death match for the honor point. of Cleveland. Yeah, and Miz is a big Cleveland guy, uh, and then Logan Paul too. He's the bad guy. He's from Cleveland, but he's also Puerto Rico now. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. As they would say, let's go. As the Pauls would say, let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Problem child. I don't know. What's Logan's character in wrestling? Is he just Logan? He seems to just kind of go by Logan Paul. Okay. Go Logan. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Any final thoughts on on the Pauls? Made me a fan. They, you know, just from a way they, yeah, they, they, they get it. They get sports entertainment. Yeah. They get playing the heel. Uh, and then they're both good. Uh, you yeah. know, and they're both good. They, you know, Jake Paul's fights are entertaining. Logan Paul is like kind of a natural when it comes to wrestling. Uh, and yeah. it's great. Caitlin McKee enjoyed the documentary. That's my take. They inspired me to wow. refer to myself in the third person more because it seems like wow, successful yeah. people do that. Yeah, we're just going to be Caitlin McKee and Justin Aguilar referring yeah. to each other. Yes, yes. Justin Angermeyer. Um, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed the, doing this with you. It was a great episode. I like going out to dinner with Caitlin McKee. Yeah, we're nailing this third person, right? This yeah. is how you do it. This is how you do it. This yeah. is what successful people do. We got it. Yeah, totally. Agree. We're faking it until we make it like the Pauls did. Oh, yeah. That's what we're starting right now. All right. Yeah, we're going to get out of here on in honor of Jake. Um, do you have the song? I got the song queued up here, ready to go. Ready to go. This is Because Jake has become the boxer, right? He is the boxer of the moment, for sure. He's you know. the boxer. So. Got a little Simon and Garfunkel, the boxer. Oh, yeah. Listen to it and think about Jake. Yeah. yeah we're getting a montage of their Vine videos, maybe. You know, it's them through the years. Yeah. It's the it's the downfall. I actually just saw him. Remember when he Jake Paul lost the fight and he like walks into the room after the and just turns off the music. Wow! <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Like the one kind of sad moment in the yeah, documentary. Yeah, he that's, was pissed. He lost. But. That's where I went. That's where Kayla McKee went with it. 
Yeah. Uh, Taylor McKee made a great decision going with it that Thank way. Thank you. Just Thank Angermar you. didn't think that way. I went, Justin Angermar went Vine. Yeah. We had a full lifelong montage here. It's hard to do the third person when you don't do it. It's hard to do Yeah, to no, you go gotta do it. This is gonna be some self training for us. Yeah. Give us a month. Yeah, give yeah. us a month here on Entertainment Entertainment, an entertaining conversation about entertainment. This comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. Lie, lie, lie. This is The Boxer by Simon and Garfunkel. Lie, lie, lie. Lie, 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 l